This is Chris Benincasa for the Jersey Arts Podcast. This year's Garden State Film Festival kicks off Thursday, March 23rd, and will be serving up a four-day weekend of more independent films and one-of-a-kind events than even the most diehard moviegoer could take in. Since the first festival in 2003, GSFF has provided opportunities for aspiring filmmakers and actors to network with industry pros and have their work showcased in one of the country's most iconic cities, New Jersey's Asbury Park. We recently spoke with Garden State Film Festival's executive director, Lauren Conkar, festival founder, Diane Raver, associate director of the New Jersey Motion Picture and Television Commission, David Schoner, New Jersey PBS's Deborah Falk, award-winning screenwriter, Kelly Byrne, and Garden State Film Festival host, Sophia Lucia. Here's what they had to say. Okay, there are six of you here today. Let's do a round of introductions. Hi, I'm Lauren Konkar Sheehy. I am the executive director of the Garden State Film Festival, and I'm so excited. This is our 21st year. I have been involved each year. Hi, I'm Diane Raver. I'm the founder of the Garden State Film Festival, and I am just so grateful for these past 22 years to be able to present uh, such wonderful content to our to our attendees. People come from all over the world. It's really been a um, a great blessing to be associated with so many fine artists. I'm Deb Falk. I'm communications director for NJPBS, the public television network of New Jersey. We're longtime partners with the Garden State Film Festival, although compared to some of your relationships, slightly shorter. I think only up to 10 or 11 years now. Right, Diane? I think I think it might be 15, but let's um, don't quote me on that. I think it's uh, we've been around since 2011, so it's been That's it's 10. been a long yeah it's been yeah. a long time. Hi, my name is Kelly Byrne. I'm a writer living out in Los Angeles. I'm from Princeton, New Jersey, though, so originally a Jersey girl. Okay, and you're also the winner of the Garden State Film Festival. And I am the winner of the Garden State Film Festival. Let's, let's, let's own screenplay. it, Kelly. Sorry, screenplay competition. It. <laughs> it's early here still. I'm sorry. Um, uh, David, why don't we go to you next then? Uh, so my name is David Schoner. I am the associate director of the New Jersey Motion Picture and Television Commission. I am also the chair of the Garden State Film Festival uh, screenplay competition. And I have a relationship with Diane Raver like Lauren does. We go back uh, 21 years, 22 years, actually. So uh, long history with the festival and Diane. And last but not least, Sophia. Hi, I'm Sophia Lucia Parola, and I am one of the hosts uh, for Garden State Film Festival. I joined, I think, in either 2015 or 2016. I was trying to find it. I don't really remember, but I love everyone who runs it. All these people in the room I respect greatly, so I'm just honored to be here. Lauren, let's start with you. Could you sort of take us there to Asbury Park during the Garden State Film Festival weekend? We really have something for everyone. We're in Asbury Park. We take over the city. And we also are in Cranford, New Jersey. So it's not just Asbury Park, but it's so much fun. This year we have nine venues, four days, and over 237 films. So this year we're March 23rd to the 26th. On Thursday, we have Meet the Filmmaker, which is a preview event. And a lot of people are confused. Sometimes they think it's not open to the public, but we are open to the public and the filmmakers are there so that you can talk with them, find out, you know, what inspired you to make that movie. We have a cocktail hour and then we watch about an hour's worth of trailers. And then Friday is our special star-studded red carpet. 
gala and we fill the asbury lanes once again um we have a cocktail party and then we have a short and then an amazing feature called the baker starring harvey keitel and ron perlman um among others and it's just great saturday and sunday i hope you put your comfortable shoes on because we have films all over in asbury park and cranford and it's just uh really exciting and we are listening to our audience and this year we're in person only there is no virtual component the filmmakers and the audience they want that real festival experience and we are giving it to them that's great it's so nice to see film festivals coming back diane you are one of the co-founders of this festival tell us how and why the garden state film festival was created so first of all i had before there was a festival i had um more years than I care to admit to in the business. I was the first woman president of a commercial production company in New York. And um, we had the great opportunity, my family, to live in the south of France for a year. And while I was there, the ladies at the school, international school, took me down to Cannes for coffee. And as I was looking over at the amphitheater, it occurred to me that New Jersey, where Edison invented the film camera and the first movie studios were, didn't have an all-encompassing event. Well, it was like like it kept floating around in my head. And when we came home, I had um, a chance encounter with the actor Robert Pastorelli in The Secret Food Town. And I pitched the idea to him. And he said, well, that's a great idea, Mrs. Raver. Why don't you do it? So here we are 22 years later um, with you know the largest film event in the state of New Jersey, which we're very proud of. But again... Um, it 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 was a, it was an idea whose time had come, and it just required a lot of work and a lot of tenacity and the great help from so many people, hundreds and hundreds of volunteers over the last twenty one years. So thank you to all of them. I think it's so cool that Asbury Park is the home of this festival. So much history there, so much culture there, so much music, good food, so much Springsteen. It's like you're having a film festival on a film set. Uh, David, as a film person, uh, what can you tell us about this location? Well, I have to tell you, it's actually electric. That's the phraseology I would use. It's actually electric. You know, everyone being at nine venues all over Asbury Park, you're constantly interacting, interfacing and meeting different filmmakers and different people who love cinema and love independent cinema. And that's one of the great things that, you know, Garden State does really well is they nurture that that independent filmmaker. The, you know, you become part of the family. And so it is absolutely electric in a way that uh, it's very tactile. You can feel the energy. And I'm not just saying that. It's, it's, it's amazing. So, Sophia, as one of the hosts of the festival, what does the Garden State Film Festival weekend mean to you? Oh my gosh. It is a party. It's going home. It's networking. I mean, on top of hosting, I'm also an actress and I've met some amazing people at the film festival that I've worked with. Someone I interviewed last year, Daniel Myers and Brian May, they cast me in their film this year, Glass Eyes, at a screening at the film festival. I'm in three other films that are at the film festival. So it is like a wonderful networking event. You make collaborations, you make friends, you get inspired and you meet wonderful people. And then you also just have a great, like, it's so much fun. Being in Asbury, being able to eat and drink and watch movies and be with such creative people, like the environment is just amazing. And I'm so, everyone I talk to loves this film festival and I'm so excited to be there this year because there's great people coming. 
Turning now to Deborah Falk from New Jersey PBS. Deb, I spent a lot of my career working in PBS world, and I think it's so great that New Jersey's PBS station has partnered with the Garden State Film Festival. Could you talk about that connection? Well, you know, we all of us um, who were who were speaking this morning know that Diane is very convincing. <laughs> uh, so that's how it all started. It started with a conversation, um, but to be to be perfectly serious, it's our missions align. Both the film festival and NJPBS seek to give our communities content that educates, enlightens, and engages. And we are on the same page. So it's been a terrific partnership over the years. Uh, A little bit of cross-promotion happens there, but also this year we have a a special extra layer to that because we actually have some of our content. We have a digital short film series that's going to make its debut at, uh, at Garden State Film Festival this year called 21 that looks at change makers around the Garden State, one per county. That's great. I'm, gl- I'm glad that partnership exists. Um, you know, David, since you mentioned uh, Kelly's award, um, could you sort of uh, introduce her and tell us about that award and that award program? Well, the great thing is, yes, so the Garden State Film Festival has a screenplay competition and we have, a, we have two, we have one for short content and one for obviously feature length. And every year we're really diligent with reading the content. We have eight readers that are in the industry and read the content very carefully. And at the end of the day, uh, there is one script, Kelly's, that all the eight readers loved. That was an absolute standout. And uh, it's a really sweet story. I'm not going to steal her thunder. I'll let her talk about it. But uh, but it's really deserving. And Kelly, actually, prior to this year, was one of our readers in, for the screenplay competition for uh, several years. And so this year, obviously, she opted out because she completed uh, this wonderful little script. And uh, I'm going to let her, you know, tell you about it. Yeah. So um, I, uh, like David was saying, I used to read for the Garden State Film Festival, and I had uh, such a great time doing it and um I've been a writer I I started writing when I was like 16 that's when I realized that people write things for tv it doesn't just happen on tv (laughs) unscripted all the time um and um I was like you know I'm gonna try my hand at at creating something that would be like of a good caliber to submit to this so um uh, during the pandemic, actually, I was working on set in New York City for an NBC network show, and we went down, and I went home uh, to New Jersey, uh, and um, I I was like, okay, well, I'm going to fill my day with making up stories, and what, where do I want to be where I can't go right now, and, um, you know, what makes me feel good during kind of a dark and scary time, and uh, for me, the answer was summer camp. Um, I have a lot of really great memories of summer camp on the East Coast. And um, I was like, well, we what kind of story haven't we really seen yet in a summer camp movie? Um, and so I decided to write a story about a kid who's like kind of a dork in school, and like, <laughs> but not like a good dork either. Like he doesn't get good grades. He's kind of all over the place. Like, but he's a spunky kid who is interesting and we want to follow him. And um, we immediately go with him to his summer camp world where you quickly realize like, oh, well, this is where he's like the popular guy. Like, what is it about him that makes him like such a nerd at school, mm. but, you know, really successful with a group of total like whack kids at summer <laughs> camp for the next 10 weeks of his life. Um, so that's that's sort of the it's called Curly's Camp for 
girls and boys, um, which I should have led with. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> here we are four minutes later. Um, We're going to be your promotional team from now on. So between Diane, <laughs> Lauren, and myself, yeah, we're, we're going to take care of your promotion. So from now on. I, uh, it's funny. I'm, uh, I know I'm a rambler and I'm really, really tight on a page and that's the, <laughs> that's the difference in my head, I guess. <laughs> Left brain, right brain. <laughs> so, um, are, are you taking the next steps with this to get it produced? Um, so I'm actually in the Peter Stark producing program at USC, which is why I'm in Los Angeles. Um, and I'm very interested in being a writer producer. In fact, last night we had uh, an investor's pitch, um, and my classmate um, pitched my film. We all had a choice of uh, how to, uh, like what scripts we wanted to get, things that were unproduced, but were of a caliber that you could take them right now and, and go rack up a crew and get going. Mm. Um, so we're, you know, we're actually just on, on standby for that. That's Can I awesome. jump in for a minute? Sure. Part of the reason that we give the winning feature screenplay a reading is to, is to get uh, you know we've had many of the scripts produced because that's their their venue for inviting people to the re table read to see what it is and to and to help it get started and we've been very successful in helping a lot of um screenplay writers with that over the over the many years and what i love is all of the readers they do not have a cover page. They have no idea who wrote it. So they're reading everything, you know, blind. They have no idea who wrote any of them, which I really and, love that, David. And at the table read, it's professional actors that are reading this the things. It's not just, you know, somebody's cousin, uncle, or brother. It's 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 real prose. And it, it's really a marvelous thing. We'd like to invite everybody to it. It's Sunday, the 26th of March at... The Oval Room in the Berkeley Oceanfront Hotel in Asbury Park. What time, Lauren? Oh, you know, in the morning. I think it's 10.30. <laughs> I think it's 10.30. Yeah, I think it's 10.30. Our call times and the public times are different yeah. in our brains. Um, it is at 10 a.m. to 11.30, Sunday, March 26th. All right, perfect. Um, Thank you. Can um, I jump in a minute? Of course. One of the things that I am most proud uh, over the years that that we accomplish every year is that we're on the front line of freedom of speech and expression in this country. We present different points of view from all over the world. It's really um, lovely. We, we, we embrace all ethnic cultures. We embrace mm -hmm. all ADA situations. We, you know, it's really... It's really a warm and fuzzy uh, feeling to think that 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 what we present is so important. It's of course entertainment, but more than that, it's 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 important. Lauren, let's end with you. What else do people need to know about this year's Garden State Film Festival? You need to come because it's so exciting. Not only do we have over 237 films, we have a panel Saturday morning from 9.30 to 10.30 on March 25th called Behind the Lens with Ron Vidor. He is an award-winning cinematographer, and you can't miss that. We also have a filmmaker breakfast Saturday morning from 8 to 9.30. It's open to the public. We stop everything to have everyone come together for a happy hour in the Asbury um, Berkeley Oceanfront Hotel in the Johnny and June room from five o'clock to 545. Everyone really loves coming together. 
So we stop all the movies so that we can do that. We have live podcasts with Ming from a shared universe going on nonstop before the festival and on site live during the festival. And it's really amazing. We end everything with the uh, black tie optional awards banquet Sunday, March 26 from 630 to 1030 tickets for that really sell out fast. We're, we don't just say that. Um, so they're already almost sold out. So it's very exciting. You can go to our website, gsff.org. You can search listings at a glance, shows you the whole big picture view of all of the fest the films. And we always have ADA compliant venues, as well as we always let you know when there's films with subtitles. We always have at least one entire subtitle film block. And that this year is an amazing film called Paralympian. It's playing Sunday. March 26th at the Berkeley Kingsley Ballroom. And it, we're live humans. When you call us and email us, we get right back to you. So we're super excited for you to join us. And I don't know if you're aware, but in 2020, we were the first and only festival in the world to not cancel and pivot in just 11 days and go to virtual. So it's that spirit of not stopping. The show must go on. And, you know, each year we fulfill our obligation to our legions of fans, our sponsors, who we can't thank enough, and all of our volunteers and crew. And we're super excited because we do this for you. And I drank the Kool-Aid 22 <laughs> years ago from Diane Raver. <laughs> and we're super excited. And Brookdale Community College is one of our sponsors. We're so excited because we always involve the students there. Sophia is a former Brookdale student. <laughs> amazing and we're just really excited we can't believe it's already march and it's going to be here soon and we look forward to seeing you with us in asbury park and cranford new jersey and uh, book your hotel rooms now because they sell out as well okay lauren Concar, diane raver david schoner deborah falk kelly byrne and sophia lucia thank you all for doing the podcast thank, thank you. you so much thank you Break a leg with the festival. <laughs> Ready at Garden State Film Festival. <laughs> there. The 21st Garden State Film Festival will take place Thursday, March 23rd through Sunday, March 26th. For more information and tickets, go to gsff.org. If you like this episode, be sure to review, subscribe, and tell your friends. A transcript of this podcast Links relevant to the story and more about the arts in New Jersey can be found at jerseyarts.com. The Jersey Arts Podcast is presented by Art Pride New Jersey, advancing a state of creativity since 1986. The show was co-founded by and is currently supported by funds from the New Jersey State Council on the Arts with additional support from the National Endowment for the Arts. This episode was hosted and produced by Chris Benincasa. Executive producers are Jim Atkinson and C. Stroud. I'm Chris Benincasa for the Jersey Arts Podcast. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.